Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Tips in 10, where we give you the top tips in the least amount of time. This series was built to help you stay in the know without taking a chunk out of your schedule. Today, we are joined by New Jersey's PA's branding guru, Ryan Harbinson, also known as Harb. Ryan has more than 15 years of marketing and sales experience under his branding belt. Okay. Discount double check. So you're bound to learn solid strategies today. Ryan works for ClearBridge Branding Agency, where the mission is to build an organization's brand with a clear strategic focus and a compelling creative approach. Bottom line, if you want to see your brand take off, Ryan has the tools to get you there. Welcome to Tips in 10, Ryan. I'm just going to call you Harp. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> Appreciate it. Uh, really excited to be here. Uh, really awesome and uh, nice intro. Appreciate that. Thanks so much, bro. It's going to be awesome today, and I'm so excited. And and I just like I said, I, like I was telling you earlier to calm down. Honestly, I just want you to ramp it up. Ramp <laughs> go. it up. Come <laughs> on. All right. Let me start off with this first question here. Sure. What is the best practice a brand can use to identify their target market? Yeah, I mean, I think. A lot of people get uh, overwhelmed with that, right? Because mm. right now, especially more than ever, there is so many ways and different areas to go. And I think really what it starts with is understanding what your team's capabilities are, okay? That's number one. Because we've all been in the world where we have 10 social media accounts, we have blogs that we're writing, we're doing SEO, and then we have like a convention that we have to go to, and then we're sponsoring these events, and before you know it, you don't get anything done. So I think first and foremost, it's what is your team's capabilities? Second off, it's understanding who and where your audience lives. And I think that is the most important thing. You know, for me, you know, I always tell everybody it's good to focus on like three platforms and stick with that because your efforts can go through because we're telling a different story every time that we're on each platform. Right. So I, so for instance, let's say that I go to a restaurant and I know the owners. Okay. I'm going to tell a different story on different social media platforms based on where the audience is, where they live and what that looks like. So like if I'm on Facebook, I'm going to probably take a selfie, you know, with the whole table and tag everybody had a great time at, you know, restaurant X. If I'm on Instagram, I'm going to take a picture of my actual food. Right. But if I'm on LinkedIn, I'm going to take a picture with the owners. So it's the same story and it's the same messaging, but the 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 way that we're telling that story is tailored based on the audience and who they are and where they live. That is so good. That is so good. And I know too, I mean, because if you just do the same thing across all three platforms, it's just not going to stick. Yeah, most people follow you on multiple platforms. So they're going to see the mm. same content being rinsed and recycled. You know, mm. that's why like the video side of thing is so important too. Like, you know, when we do things like this, like a 10 minute thing, like this is going to give us content for at least a month because we'll be able to cut stuff up and put it on the different platforms because it's a different audience wants a different messaging. And remember, you got to remember too, like the best content right now on TikTok is seven seconds. Really? Seven. Seven. Okay. Interesting. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but- just, you know, when someone does view, let's say the same thing on all three different platforms, do, do, do they think less of a brand or do they just get tired of it? Like, or do they not follow you as much? Yeah, I think it, it can cause people to, uh, to be unfollowed. Mm. Part of it too. Um, I think part of it is your community will uh, support you 
on all mm-hmm. platforms. You know who where it is. Uh, but I think people want to see different stuff uh, because that's why they're they're going into different you know social arenas. You know they yeah. don't want to see the same thing. Like there are ways and uh, things that can be done that can be like flip back and forth. Like you're very similar to like you know if I'm doing TikTok and I'm doing YouTube Shorts. Like we can we can recycle the different content because the audience is different and and different people might see that content from other yeah. sides. But I think there's ways to manipulate the way that you're doing it, right? And and you know, like if you're gonna take five or six pictures at an event, only do one or two on one, and then do three or four on the other. You know, kind of a thing. I like it. I like it. So, what social media tactics show the most return on engagement? Yeah, I mean, engagement is the way to go right now. I mean. For us, what we see right now, especially if you're going to ut- be utilizing the organic elements of it and uh, comments right now, mm. you know, content is king, engagement is queen, right? And we want to be able to utilize hashtags in a couple different ways, right? So part of the understanding is we want to get involved in the conversation with the people that are being, you know, engaged with our content, number one, mm. right? Comments on comments on comments is a great way to go. It helps the algorithm. It also boosts your content up to for more, more people to see, right? So that's one. Two is understanding, you know, the type of hashtags that we're utilizing, right? Because the hashtags that we're trying to use is to try to pull in a new group of people into our content that are maybe relevant to either things that we want to be a part of or the industry that we're in or we're trying to get involved in a new group of people, right? And then three is really integrating the dollar eighty strategy, right? Which is 10 hashtags a day. Okay, and under those 10 hashtags, uh, find nine posts and under those nine posts, like comment, share or as I always say, all the above. Right. And become part of that community, because what happens is that as we are posting our content and telling our story as a business, as an entrepreneur, as our own brand. Right. We also want to be involved in the comments on the people that can be our customers, our new content, you know, Mm. people and or people that we are trying to bring into our actual community as well. Okay. Now, are you using those same hashtags across all platforms or is it going to be different for the platforms? Uh, a lot of times it's the same because okay. it's because even though it's the same hashtag, it's a different style under those hashtags based on the different platforms that we're under, right? So, like you know, if we're under Facebook and then we're under TikTok, the hashtag world is is different on what people are posting because the right. audience is different. Right, right. That's good. That's good. So, as we know, creating content is not for the weak or you know the short attention span, like myself. Right. Mm -hmm. I love it if you can just share some tips on repurposing content. Yeah. I mean, um, content is is a giant pain in the ass. Right. I mean, the problem that we see all the time is that, you know, it's it's this. we don't know what to post, so then we overthink what we want to post, and then we don't post. You know the the analysis by paralysis mentality. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think there's a couple ways to start, right? And this is like old school social media. It's still relevant to today. Is that you've got to create a content calendar. That mm. is that is number one. You have to have some sort of a old school TV guide mentality to it, right? <laughs> okay. So like Mondays we do this, Tuesdays we do this, Wednesdays we do this, right? And like what you can do is you can utilize other content to kind of go through. So like if you're doing video content and you're doing like minute half, half you know, uh, 30 second like videos, remember sometimes you can recycle that content written out. 
Mm. Right. So like yeah. you don't have to overthink of it. The other thing too is understanding like yourself. And even though you work for somebody, you are still a personal brand for yourself to represent the company. Right. Mm -hmm. So every mm -hmm. morning when you wake up, you have a routine of sites that you go on that are probably relevant to the organization that you're with or the likes that you have. Obviously you can see, I have, you know, all halo and game stuff. So like I post about gaming things because I love the gaming industry. So like, why am I going to write whole things about games when I can go on sites and utilizing other people's content as your own? That is a huge portion of it. Remember, there are influencers out there that have five, six million people that follow them, and they have teams that are hundreds and maybe even thousands large that are constantly creating content that is out there. So there's no reason that you can't utilize other people's content, write two or three sentences on what your stuff is, and become a thought leader in your world. See, the problem is, is that you can become famous easily nowadays right the the days of oprah winfrey and the rock and and tom cruise those days are slowly dissipating because what everyone is becoming is nano influencers mm. right so we are big in this small section of either an, a, a geographic area or for a certain like industry so like you know you couldn't know but like maybe i'm like the yarn guy I I crochet and I import yarn from India and on TikTok and Instagram I have millions of followers. But when I go out to a restaurant nobody knows who I am. So mm. that's the world that we live in. So there's all kinds of people out there that are creating that content that we can utilize as our own and put it out there. That's good. That's good. That is really really good. Uh I hope I hope all of those marketing uh coordinators out there are all paying attention to this that is some solid stuff let's have a little bit of fun on a little speed round and let's then i'll hear how people can reach out to you so when you eat do you mix your food or nothing touches anything else uh, a little a little b okay <laughs> i'm all depends, in i'm a mixer you're a mixer I, i'll mix sometimes but it depends on what i'm doing like if i got mashed potatoes in the in the thing that's getting mixed in you know what i'm saying <laughs> what's the most ridiculous thing that someone has fooled you into believing was true. Most ridiculous thing. Ooh. Um, mm. Oh, you got me on that one. That is a hard one. I don't know. I'm not very gullible. That's the problem. I call people out and they're bullshit. So I'm going to say, say I'm, can't, I'm not, be can't be fooled. Can't be fooled. Can't be fooled. I can't love it. Fool a fool, right? Last one. <laughs> Name one of the most overrated bands of all time. Overrated bands of all time. Oh, like Journey. <laughs> Terrible. There's a lot of people on here that their feelings are hurt right now. Get mad. So Harp, how can how can our audience uh, learn more about you, connect with you, sure. all that stuff? Please share it. Yeah, uh, I love to connect on LinkedIn. That's a great place for me to go. Uh, please come on over. Um, you know, we can connect, and uh, I we can send my I can put my email or you know uh, let's connect. That's probably the best way to do it. So awesome. Lo awesome, love the help. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today on Tips in Ten. Your tips were absolutely amazing. Thank you, sir. All right, Appreciate have an awesome it. day. Peace. Bye, everybody.